Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. We're with Timothy Green Beckley, and we, of course, will take your calls this hour as we talk about the very, very strange situation, alien blood lust. What do you think of the uh, the folks who have passed on, like... Uh, John Mack and Bud Hopkins and those people, Tim, would they have agreed with uh, this theory? Well, I don't know as if they uh, investigated uh, this uh, type of uh, uh, phenomena. I mean, they were more, well, now John Mack, of course, saw him, uh, as far as I could uh, tell, I, I never met him, of course, I did know uh, uh, Bud uh, somewhat, uh, and of course, uh, very good friends with uh, Peter Robbins, uh, his assistant for uh, many, many uh, years. Uh, now, um, uh, John Mack, I think he he tended to see the uh, uh, the extraterrestrials or the alter terrestrials uh, in more of a uh, spiritual uh, light, and he did have uh, any number of uh, uh, people, I guess, that, that came to him that uh, were placed under hypnosis, and they told about uh, a meeting of more advanced uh, beings from uh, uh, other dimensions and other realms and other planets. But to my way of thinking. There's very little physical evidence uh, uh, here. You know, uh, Betty uh, in Barney Hill, uh, of course, and uh, uh, Betty uh, Andreessen, uh, they're probably uh, the top and most uh, uh, credible of the abduction uh, uh, encounters that have uh, uh, come to be told over the years. And in many of these incidences, uh, like uh, I think in Betty Andreessen, where uh, she tried to... Uh, uh, take uh, something as a, uh, I guess uh, the word uh, souvenir comes to mind. I think it was uh, some sort of book that she saw. And at first the uh, uh, the alien said that uh, she could have it. I mean, she was looking for something that she could bring back as, uh, you know, as uh, proof. And then at the last minute, I think they, they scooped it up out of uh, her, uh, you know, hands. And she wasn't able to uh, present it as any sort of uh, evidence that, what she uh, says actually took uh, took place, but in these incidences here, uh, the ones that I've investigated, as uh, negative as they might seem, there is actual uh, you know evidence that these events uh, took place. It's not just under uh, hypnosis. This is the f- uh, physical and real uh, McCoy. Uh, now. Um, you know, we were mentioning, uh, or I guess just before we got into the uh, uh, commercial break there, about uh, uh, this uh, uh, painting, 16th century painting that uh, hangs in the church uh, in uh, Transylvania. And it shows a, uh, a disc-shaped uh, object emitting a smoke uh, c- uh, coming out of it. And it seems to be surrounded by a cloud of uh, some kind. But there have been uh, other incidences there near where uh, Blad the Impaler, and of course that's associated with the uh, blood, uh, certainly a blood fest of uh, monumental uh, proportions, whether he was an alien, uh, you know, or not. And uh, there have been, uh, over the uh, uh, years, 
uh, quite a number of UFO uh, reports uh, that people seeing. I, I know I have one uh, encounter here that was uh, described to me uh, by a, a couple, I think, of vacation and college students who saw this uh, object coming up out of the uh, the forest, and it aimed uh, directly at them. They were driving along, uh, you know, um, uh, one of the rural roads and, and an automobile, and this thing flew uh, right at them. But suddenly, at the last minute, it just seemed to uh, dissolve in uh, in uh, thin air. And and you know, you get a lot of these uh, these reports, and they seem to be in this uh, particular uh, area where uh, Vlad the Impaler, uh, Impaler made his his home. But then we we have reports uh, a lot closer uh, to to where we are, um, uh, George uh, John Keel, who was a good friend of mine, and of course he wrote the uh, book uh, Mothman Prophecies, mm-hmm. the uh, film uh, starring Richard Gere was uh, based upon, and and he actually had uh, quite a number of uh, incidences that he told me about uh, that involved uh, blood. Now. I think probably the first one that I, I, he told me that I heard about that took place uh, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, which, of course, is the home of the uh, Mothman, the flying creature that was uh, first sighted, I think, in 1966 or 1967. Uh, anyway, in this, in this uh, rural town along the Ohio River, on uh, March 3rd of 1967, um, a Red Cross bloodmobile was followed down the highway by a UFO, a dish-shaped UFO of some sort, which had uh, um, like grappling hooks on the side of the object, and it tried to lower these uh, these pinchers or uh, grappling hooks onto the bloodmobile and uh, attach itself to it and draw the bloodmobile into the air. Now, what in God's name was a UFO planning to do uh, with a bloodmobile that was on its way to the local hospital that was filled with uh, human uh, plasma. So, I I mean, there's a stunning story uh, right there. And uh, at first I thought, well, geez, maybe John is just kind of, you know, repeating an urban uh, legend. And I did some uh, research, and I found out the, uh, the individuals who were involved uh, in the episode and who was uh, uh, driving the um, uh, bloodmobile that night. In fact, there's a photograph of the gentleman who just passed away a couple of years ago, and uh, we got a picture of him and the bloodmobile in the uh, in the book. Then there was another uh, a case that took place in uh, Long Island a couple of years after that. There was a uh, lady by the name of J.P. Perrell who was a, a talk show host on a, a small station there in Babylon, Long Island, and she told this uh, told John Keel this very a remarkable story about how she knew a group of, well, she described them as being alien androids. Uh, sort of like, the, I guess, the men in black. They were dressed in dark clothing and um, uh, wore, I think some of them wore uh, sunglasses and even at night. And they acted very, very strange and peculiar. Anyway, they took her to what they said was her, uh, took her to what they said was their, a headquarters, which turned out to be, oh, a, a, an abandoned uh, factory, uh, factory building, but very, very large. I mean, like seven or eight floors. And they took her to a room in this uh, building that looked to be uh, a laboratory. And she saw uh, laying on, um, oh, what looked to be examination tables, what appeared to be cor- uh, corpses 
one of a man and one of a uh, of a woman, but she could tell that they were uh, they were not uh, uh, dead because they had like oxygen masks on, and she could see that they were uh, pumping uh, oxygen, you know, flow of oxygen to these uh, two uh, individuals. Anyway, attached to the uh, uh, the um, individuals uh, were uh, what would uh, look like a, a blood transfusion uh, uh, IVs, you know, with the plasma uh, bags, and and she thought, oh, this is very very strange. Uh, you know, one of these, uh, this isn't a hospital. What are these two people uh, doing there? And then she realized that instead of being uh, giving them the, the uh, plasma, they were actually draining it from these two bodies. And what was the uh, the most peculiar part of the incident, and she said this really sickened her, is they started drinking glasses full of the blood that was coming from these two individuals, and they did it as if it was very um, something that they did all the time. They didn't make any face while they were swallowing it or, or anything. She said there was just something so peculiar about this incident that she uh, got out of there as quickly as uh, as possible and never wanted to see the group or return to the place uh, again. So, I mean, there's a, you know, if it, well, I, again, I knew the lady involved. I had actually met her myself. And if anybody beside John Keel had told me the story, maybe I would have thought, well, this is uh, being made up or it's sensationalistic. But no, I, I take the word of the uh, the woman who was the uh, local talk show host, uh, you know, mm-hmm. she wasn't on a big station or anything like that, but she did have a... Uh, uh, an interest in, in the subject, and I guess there in Babylon, Long Island, she was the person to go see if you had uh, anything uh, dealing with a, uh, a UFO uh, incident or an encounter. So she met these strange alien androids, and they took her to uh, a building and a laboratory that was just really, really bizarre, and it was full of blood samples. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.